Hello, hello, hello. This is the 66th episode of the Mental Threads Podcast. I'm here with my brother from Liberia. Well, actually, we actually were born here in America, whatever. Blama Cote. You want to say something? What's good? What's good? How y'all doing? What's good? Yeah, and uh, his friend right here. Is that your cousin or your friend? My friend. <laughs> Michael, what's your name? Michael Yenny. Yes, Michael Yenny. Yeah, that's that's a cool. And uh, just just checking in. Uh, what tribes are y'all from? Y'all originate from? Pele. Yeah, you're definitely Pele. <laughs> so you're, you're too friendly to not be Pele. Yeah. Uh, what about you? Yeah, he's Mana. You're Mana? Yeah. Hey, my brother. Hey, we're Mano too. <laughs> oh, Mano is hell and everything. So it's like, yeah, that's just kind of how it is in the Liberian community and stuff of that nature. A lot of us are really close and some of us are kind of distant to a certain degree, but we're all, we have that whole, there's a kinship there, there uh, considering go. how we just, uh, a lot of our peoples originated from a third world country. <laughs> and, who is that? All right, all right. I just saw the hair. The hair was nice. All right, um, but yeah, we all pretty much originate from a third world country that was pretty much just destroyed by two civil wars back to back. Oh snap! What, is that my roommate? Yeah, Should yeah, I I yeah sure. Why not? Just do it. Just do it. Yo, Big Reese. Ah, <laughs> What's good, bro? How you been, man? Not nah, no nah, man, I've been chilling, man. Uh, I just got back from school a couple uh, a week ago. Yeah, yeah, me too, me too. Hey, guess who I'm with, bro? Take a wild guess, bro. But before you take a guess, it's a nigga. Don't say no female names. <laughs> yeah, that. Don't nigga say no. Okay, okay. I'm about to say a female. Names. <laughs> it's a nigga, bro. Guess who I'm with right now, bro? Uh, somebody out of quarantine check. No. Damn, definitely not a quarantine check. I ain't got nothing no, with that. No. Hear his voice. Talk again, bro. Hey, what's good, man? Hey. <laughs> Ain't no way. Ain't no way he knows off my off my voice. Isn't that distinctive? Bro, I know that's T, bro. <laughs> <laughs> what's good, man? How's it going? It's going good, man. How you been, bro? Uh, just chilling, man. Uh, just trying to get my shit together after graduation, pretty much. I'm trying to see if I can relocate to D.C., Hmm. Yeah, facts, facts. Yeah, man, that that's that legal weed over there, man. I'm trying to smoke and not even worry about it. Yeah. Hey. Hey, uh, what do you mean I'm moving across the country? Oh, oh shit! Hold on, bro. Y'all, hold on. <laughs> My brother was just calling. I'm just like, I'm, oh, I'm down, down, down. There we go. I'm not gonna pick up that phone because <laughs> this nigga always uses my car, never puts gas Yo. in that shit. <laughs> <laughs> that boy T look different, but I'm telling you, bro. Yeah, I know. I cut my hair short. I, I be forgetting I cut my hair hey, short. Hey, T lost bro. a lot of weight, too, bro. I ain't gonna lie, bro. You lost a lot of weight, bro. Yeah, because it's the push-ups. I be waking up trying to do 200 like a day, and then 200 before I go to bed. I be Damn. running. Uh, I was on a fast last year, too, bro. A whole fast. Ate nothing but fruits, vegetables, and Reese, water. Reese, put your face to the camera, bro. Let's see you, bro. Go ahead, bro. And I got a gold T, too. Say it again. He said he looks ghetto. My, my, my service is fucking up, bro. God. It might just be. Hey, but yo, my ser- my service is fucking up, bro. I'm gonna I'm gonna call you back, bro. I just called you to show uh, <laughs> see how I was with T, bro. <laughs> We're on East. Yeah, yeah, we're on East. I looking, I looking forgot you're from Charlotte, bro. I ain't gonna lie. No, it's okay. It yeah. is what it is, man. I mean, it's just cause I don't be pulling up in the Liberian community as often as I used to. So it's just that's why it's just I be I be low key dolo with it. So. Yeah, I feel that. I feel that. <laughs> hey, but I, I'm gonna hit you, though, bro. We're doing a podcast, Tyrese. All right. <laughs> All right. Hey, all right, just for people who have no clue what the hell was going on, uh, the Blamo was just calling my old roommate uh, from my freshman year at NCCU, uh, Tyrese Henderson. I, I think, personally, I think he's an honorable Liberian at this point because it's just like... Uh, I don't think he's Liberian, but maybe the inside of what matters, the inside. Maybe, maybe like genealogy test. Maybe if you took a genealogy test, I feel like he, 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 would, he would definitely be. But I'm trying to figure out what tribe would he be a part of. Probably our tribe, to be honest. You think, you think he might be mono? I don't know. I don't know. Maybe... Uh, you don't sound mono, bro. He don't sound mono? Do I sound mono? Kind of, yeah. He's not, but bro, he's not Liberian, though. He's kind of guy that aggressive with a talking, because with the mono people will be talking aggressive sometimes. Yeah, but we're kind of intelligent, like, you know, very, like, <laughs> we have a certain, there's a certain way. How we, I'm not saying he's stupid. I'm not, I'm not trying to be on some stuff like that. I feel yeah. like, I don't know. I feel like Bossa. I feel like he's giving me Bossa type vibes. You feel like he's Bossa? 
Yeah, I don't know. I don't know too much about the other tribes, to be honest with you, bro. You don't know a whole lot? Nah, about the other tribes, no. I don't know yeah, about me my too, yeah. me too, about me my too. tribe, yeah, but the other tribes, no. I don't know too much about yeah, it. Yeah, me too, me too. I mean, there's certain, like, uh, there's just certain, like, for instance, like, they say, like, boss women are kind of, like, um, I'm gonna say social. Let's just use the term social. And they say that, um, the Gyo people are, what do Gyo people do? Because Gyo people and Mano people is kind of the same. Yeah, yeah, we're like sister tribes. Yeah, so yeah. it's just like we're real close like that. So, uh-huh. like, you fuck with Gyo's, you're fucking with Mano's, you're fucking with Mano's, you're fucking with, I think they're fucking with Gyo's. I, I ain't. Mm-hmm. One, of, one of my friends from, you know, Destin? You remember Destin? Destin. Tall. Yeah, yeah. yeah tall you know, Destin, you know yeah. he's like, he's Gyo, right? Liberian. Oh, I, I knew he was Liberian, but I didn't know he was Gyo, bro. Yeah, oh, that's he's what's Gyo. up, bro. Yeah, he's Gyo. Um, I, I need to call him. I ain't spoken to him in a minute, actually, because he got a new oh. apartment and everything. He's trying to do the whole producer thing. What's what's oh, what's his name? Oh. There was another person. Destin and... Oh. Do, you, do you know Denzel Goodland? You remember Denzel Goodland, right? Because he was there, and then he graduated 2019, though. So I was like, yeah, I don't, I don't you know. probably might not have remembered yeah, him. But uh, there, was like, there was a couple Liberians here and there, to be what honest. What was his name, bro? I can't remember his name, bro. <laughs> I don't know if I see him, I can recognize him, but I don't remember his name. What, Destin? No. He used to be in Destin's group, bro. Um, In his group? When I was a freshman, 2018. They used to all be Destin and... Uh, yeah, it was Destin. It was Reggie that he sang. Reggie. Reggie's Reggie. not Liberian, is he? Oh, is he? He look Liberian, bro. I ain't gonna lie. He look African, though. I don't know. I don't think he is. But I'm gonna check in with him. That would hey, be crazy. If Reggie, if you ever see this and you're not African, my bad, bro. <laughs> I thought you were African, bro. <laughs> you only put him out because he's darker skin, which is like, honestly, it's not. Ain't no problem with it. Cause yeah. like, you know, hey, a dark skin man winner, though. Yeah, we are. We definitely, especially in college, bro. Yes. No, yes. they used to shit on you in high school and be like, oh, yeah, you African booty scratcher, there brother. Go, bro. No, but them girls, bro, they're finding the blackest shares they can find. There you know, we go. In yes, college, sir. bro. So, yes, yeah, sir. any kid that's actually, that's out there feeling kind of like, oh, like being dark skin's a bad thing, trust me. They're, I can't wait do I go to college. No, no. Oh, yo, you haven't been to college yet? Hit HBCUs. He's still he's still in high school. Right? Yeah. You're still in high school. Go to yeah. HBCU. Don't even don't even look at PWI. I mean, you're in a PWI now, right? Yeah. Okay, for opportunities because he's in football. That's fine. But HBCU <laughs> go for everything else. But I mean, seriously, go, go to whatever college you want, bro. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, if you want to go to HBCU, you can. There's be more black people there. Like more people the like you go to right now. The college I go to right now is the PWI. It's mainly white people at my school, which is scary. I don't know how you do it. Yeah, I, I couldn't do it. But man. being but being a nigga. In a white environment is a good thing and a bad thing. It's yeah. a bad thing because it's like you always stand out and people look at you differently, you know. Yes. But yes. it's a good thing because, like, like I said, you stand out. So yeah. be like, oh my gosh, he's different, you know. Yeah. Uh-huh. It's, a, it's a different type of guy, you know. So that's how just how it is, bro. That's still pretty scary on both ends. I mean, I don't know. It's like, yeah. well, I mean, it, I mean, you do got some racist people though. Yeah, that's it, what I'm saying. Just like, honest, it's just bro. like there's just too much of a. Because it's like I'm cool with every race. I'm, I'm not. I'm, I'm cool not. Cool I'm not. What, what happened? You seen with that, right? Who the little wet dude right there? That was that? White dude? Why you said white dude? That you see what he wearing? No. You got in the white shirt? Yeah. That ain't white shirt, bro. He's wearing black. He's right there. You ain't seen what he wearing? What are you? Oh, ain't talking one pump the gas? That's a woman. What is that? Oh my! I thought you were talking about dude in the red hair over there. I'm like, what's wrong with this hair? That's a dude. I thought that ain't no woman, bro. That's a dude. I ain't bugging out. That ain't no woman, bro. Let, let's just take the uh, focus yeah, it's, off it's that. Okay. All right, okay. All right, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I thought you were talking about dude with the red hair. I'm like, what? Nah, what race nah. is he? I'm like, what? Well, they. We'll, we'll call him they. We'll just say we'll that. We'll say they. Okay, whatever that is. <laughs> and, anyway, from an HBCU, I've only been at HBCU. Like, when I was at a predominantly white institution from, like, high school, middle school, because, like, my mom thought I would get, like, a better education. It, it, that wasn't the case. <laughs> like, at HBCUs, I got more support and everything. Like, there was more groups to be a part of and everything. You can have your niggas that like anime over here, niggas that like games over here. You got your football niggas over here. You got, yeah, yeah, you got all types of people. <laughs> got the Naruto case on deck. Oh, that's cool. And everybody, and everyone, there's, like, there's always, like, a place for everybody. And the thing is, like, it's 80% woman, too. So yeah. it's, like, nobody's fighting over bitches. Yeah, there we go, bro. That's that's the best part that you gotta. Too many girls go around to be fighting, bro. Too many girls. Really, too many girls, and it's all types. Like they could be nerdy type chicks that could probably like look really, really good, like on like one time of the week, or it could be like just like like city girls, and that's your type or whatever. It's just like there's always a type for everybody at HBCU, bro. Like that's uh, that's what I really love about HBCU. I'll definitely stay in the one thing I do miss about going to HBCU though is the parties. Yes, those parties be the crunk parties, as hell. The parties, the parties But are, then when COVID hit, it was hard to really get into that. Because once you're, when this is like freshman year, it's like you already seen everything, yeah. pretty much. And it's pretty much the same thing after that. Mm-hmm. But it's just like, once COVID hit, it was like, it was like a risk. Because now it's like, you're putting like, 
Like, what are you doing all that for? You know, that's like, true. Really, because it's just I wanted to wait till it kind of calmed down a little bit before I put my face out there again. Because yeah. it's like I remember when I got COVID just for running. Like literally, I went to Duke because like they have this big old field you can kind of run at. So I was like, that's what I was kind of doing my jogging at. Just the one couple times I pulled down my mask just to take my breath in. That was enough to get COVID. Wow. They quarantined me, bro. I was like, bro, like over that, and I'm like, never again, never the hell again. Did any of y'all get COVID? Yep, I yep. caught COVID uh, last August 2021. I I don't know. I think I got it from my job though. I work at a factory in uh, Harrisburg called Saddle Creek, um, and I think I got it from there or somewhere else. I'm not really sure. Word. But yeah, uh, yeah. It was bad though. I ain't gonna lie. It was bad, bro. And how, how was your experience? Cause like I, for my COVID experience, I kept coughing until like it was like blood, and then it was just it wasn't too heavy. It was just, damn. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, 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 no. It wasn't like a huge damn. problem. It was just it was just irritating because I was there in the room by myself. I had McLean. You know where McLean at? They yeah, McLean. To yeah, right beside Baines. Yeah, I, I like yeah. McLean. I like Baines more. Like we big Baines out here. Big Baines. Yeah. Good old yeah, days, dude. bro. Yo, you know Glow is in yeah. jail right now. Free Glow. No, definitely free glow, bro. Once he gets up, bro, we got to throw, like, a huge twerk marathon party. I don't even fucking know, bro. Dude has to come home for yeah. real because that, that's Big Bane's right there. That's family. Yeah. But it's like, yo, but it was just like, but in terms of, like, for your COVID experience, how bad was it for you for COVID? When I caught COVID, I wasn't coughing no blood. But mainly, the thing was with me, I had chills. Uh, I couldn't taste nothing. Everything tastes like salt yeah, when I had COVID, bro. It was so bad, bro. My brother got COVID and he lost his taste too. What about you, man? How, how deep was your COVID? Yeah, problem? it was the same way. Exactly what he said. It was the same. Okay. I, I caught COVID um, when it started to begin. I caught COVID the first time. It was bad. I was coughing every time. I lost my voice and shit. Dang. Yeah, it was bad. It was bad. Yeah, man. Like, my brother, I just he just lost taste, and I'm just like, shit, man. I just... They were still giving us, like, food and everything, like, medicine and, like, Mucinex and stuff. Like, what what really did it for me, like, I kept doing, like, I, I kept making a tea because, like, I take zinc pills and vitamin C pills, and uh, I would drink tea with, like, uh, apple cider vinegar in it, like, ginger yeah. tea, and, like, that's what was helped to kind of fight yeah. the mucus. My mom was doing that to me, too. Like, you know uh, how African people would be, as soon as you get sick, Start bringing all the African medicine outside. <laughs> Everything. Yeah. yeah. I think yeah. I think one time I got sick. One time it's like I think it was like pink eye or something in the past. I forget. My mom's like got a big ass blanket and like a pole or something. And oh like, my! Put God. me in a tent and like with a little with the steam thing. My mom did that with me too. With the steam. Bro. It actually helped with the steam and like yeah, putting it in a pot and everything. Man, but I couldn't it, breathe, bruh. I was I cool with it. It's just I couldn't bring my phone in there. And then my phone was getting, like, you know, all the condensation on my phone. I'm like, damn. So let's just see yeah, what your yeah, thoughts. Yeah, I couldn't breathe. That's crazy. Yeah, it's too hard, bro. What's your, what's your favorite soup? Dang. Soup? Yeah. <laughs> Any African soup? Yeah. Man, it's potato greens, bro. Potato greens? Yeah, bro. I like potato green. I mean, I say I'm more like a palm butter dude to a yeah, to a certain mm-hmm. degree. But I feel like cassava leaves is like cassava where leaves is yeah, where it's at, bro. Cassava leaves. Yeah. Which one? We got the red oil and we got fried. So which one? Uh, I think fried. fried. Yeah, yeah, fried. Yeah, yeah, fried, yeah. fried. Yeah. But I'm really, it's more, I'm more gravitated to like fufu and soup or like GB. Yeah. And like oh, that's, wow. that was my thing. Like, you yeah. know. You can swap fufu? Yes. What? I've been <laughs> since a baby. What? That's mine. Okay, I'm just making sure, bro. That's a warrior food. I'll make sure you're going to be chewing it when he be. No. No, you got to step out the house. You got to sit outside the house and do that. My brother used to do that shit. I be wanting to smack that shit out of him. Like, what are you doing? You swallow it. What are you doing? Because it's like weird as hell when you do. That's not how you do it. That's not how you eat it. But it's just like, yeah, man. The cool thing about them soups is that everybody has their own recipe of how they do it. Like some might have it like watery, and some might have it like just kind of like kind of really, really super spicy. And like then be how the old omas be fixing it. They be fixing it just right. Like you know, you know what I'm talking. Everybody has their own like older relative that just makes it like the right way. It gotta be spicy though. Like when you cook it, it gotta be spicy. Has to be spicy. spicy. Yeah, that's the way, man. I feel like I feel like maybe if they were giving me that while I had COVID, I probably would have bounced back a lot quicker. I'm not even <laughs> to I'm be honest with you, bro. Because like your pores be open, your pores yeah. be open for real, man. It's like that food, man. I'm like, I'm imagine growing up and not having like food, food, bro. bro. I'm telling you, bro. That's, that's the worst nightmare you could ever have. Bro. Yeah, bro. They don't understand, bro. They don't understand. They really don't understand. There people people listening to this like foo foo. What is foo foo? It's like. Yeah. They're gonna be they're gonna be flooding the that one restaurant on Sugar Creek Zowies. <laughs> Explain to what fufu is, bro. Explain to him. I mean, basically, fufu. If I could put it down, like ain't like the 
the little like doughy stuff. Ain't that made out of eggplant, basically? Ain't that what it made out of? Like a mashed eggplant or something? It's cassava. It's cassava. Okay, yeah. yeah. Mashed cassava, basically, to a dough. <laughs> well, mine, bro. My, both my parents was mine, bro. <laughs> both. Yeah, man. It's like, yeah. So it's like, basically, it's like a doughy substance and everything that you can pretty much roll into a ball and dip into a soup. And a soup, uh, usually made with fish, meat, or something in it. It's a soup you can make any way you want to. Um, and then it's just like, that's just pretty much how you just eat it. Just dip it in the soup and swallow. I recommend everybody try it before they die. I recommend. Oh, definitely. Definitely. Oh, you cannot leave this world hey, before. You don't know how to cook it, bro. How do I mean, bro? Yeah. Literally. I mean, bro. Literally. I don't, I've been trying to figure out how to make the soup. I can I can make the fufu dough. Like, yeah, how they like. How to, my but, mom taught me. But the soup, I need to learn how to make my own soup for sure. I, they got YouTube videos for that, though. Which is crazy how YouTube is teaching me more about my culture than my own people. Like, I don't watch YouTube. I, I probably go to my auntie or my mom or something, bro. YouTube, nah. Yeah, man, YouTube, man. not right. I mean, I'm not saying it's not right, but it can show you like, how it can be made. So you can make it yeah, your own way if you yeah. wanted to. Like, that's what yeah. I'm saying. Like, yeah. it's just it, like, it, That's true, that's true. But your parents could probably, if you could, like, take that baby step to kind of teach yourself, then it's like, then everything else, you can pretty much, like, learn how to make it traditionally and then your own way and then blah, blah, hey, blah. Hey, T, where were you? Were you born in Charlotte, bro? Yeah, I was born in Charlotte, born in race. Okay. Oh. Really? So were you born in race here, too? Yes. What about you? Are you nah, you're straight out of Liberia. Yeah, yeah, yep. You're definitely straight out. So you pretty much know how everything is like back there, pretty yep. much to a certain degree. Mm-hmm. Dude, I'm envious to be honest, cause I had to go. Cause I'm trying to see if I can save money to go this year to get my Christmas, cause that's when the tickets are bad lows during Christmas time, right? Yeah. Really? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I think you should go. Like it's a cool place. I'm not going cap. Like we'll be outside every time, bro. Yeah. Like, I love that place. Yeah, people yeah. in Africa tell me like <clears throat> they tell me like it's not never born over there, bro. Everybody's outside all the time. Bro. Don't sleep, bro. They say in America, you see how people just be walking around, don't yeah, talk to nobody. Yeah. Look at him, you see? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, but like cool. in Africa, bro, everybody's social, everybody's cool, everybody talk, everybody be outside, bro. Real, real shit though, bro. It's never born, bro. Like don't be anti-social if you go like everywhere, bro. Like you gotta be with somebody because everybody like each other, bro. Yeah, mm, yeah. yeah, no, I bet to a certain degree because it's like you know, like we're so tight knit in the. Liberian community in Charlotte to a certain degree when somebody passed like everybody know when yeah. somebody something happened everybody knows it to a certain degree yeah, you know everybody knows each other but it's like not like everybody knows knows each yeah, other like yeah. we've either seen each other yeah, at least uh-huh. once or twice like whether if it maybe they had some at the Methodist church and you might have pulled up your parents brought you yeah. or like maybe you saw each other at school and then like, you might see someone some other time you know we all know somebody that knows somebody that knows somebody to yeah, a certain that's degree true, that's true. and that's one thing I really appreciate about the Liberian community especially because as you know like my grandfather just passed like two weeks ago you know oh, how much he, Right. Yeah, definitely. I don't know if you heard it. About. His name was Charles Wanque. You probably heard of the last name Wanque. Yeah, kind of. Yeah, yeah. Kinda. I showed my parents a picture of yeah. your granddad, but they didn't know who he was. They, didn't really know. they recognized his face though. They say he looked familiar, but they didn't know who he was. Yeah, um, probably because it was a younger photo. Um, I know like your auntie Esther, Esther Cote. Yeah. yeah, she just came to my house. She was morning with my mom. They're talking about because her husband passed, got murdered, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You They're know, talking about Max and Nufe. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tell me more, like, about that situation and everything, I mean, from your perspective. Because that happened, like, that was what happened when I, back when I was in community college, I remember. Yeah, that was back in 2017. Yeah, dude, 2017. That was a crazy year, man. Yeah. I know. So, so it was like somebody just came up and, like, killed, um, just said they shot him, and that was just it? Yeah, really, um, from what I remember, he, he, he had a candy store on Sugar Creek. It was a candy store? I yeah. thought it was a gas station. It was, it was like a little, little candy shop, a little candy shop. And this guy, he's a customer that always came around every so often. And he was trying to, basically, trying to get off on my uncle. And my uncle was inciting for that. So, basically, he threatened my uncle and shot him and tried to run away. And then, that's how my uncle passed. Rest in peace, Moscow Kote. Nah, dude, that's crazy, man. Because when I first heard about that, I'm like, what? They just came up and just killed him for no reason? And it's yeah. like, dude, that sucks, man. The war is crazy, bro. Every, every time people would be dying, Arya. And yeah, I think they put a somebody put a gun to my grandfather, like, some years prior, I think. Really? And, like, yeah. it was in Hidden Valley area. You know how Hidden Valley is. Yeah, Hidden Valley is bad. Yeah, yeah no, for real. <laughs> Hidden Valley is bad, bro. Yeah, I was oh, a bro. baby in Hidden Valley when, like, I think it was, like, an apartment complex. What most you went to? I went to, my parents didn't want me to go to any of the places out here. Oh, damn. The girl on the black pants. Oh damn! Hey, she got hey, hey go up. talk to her, bro. Uh, <laughs> t- tell her you record a podcast. Go talk to her, bro. She, she might give you a number, right? Hey, she, 
Damn, uh, no, she Mexican. She Mexican. Can't even fuck with Mexicans out here. Them MS thirteen motherfuckers will get you so yeah, quick. I like, fuck with what? Mexican hard, bro. You yeah, know, Mexicans are cool, bro. I but it's like them, they don't like it when you fuck with their woman, though. That's what. That's how <laughs> I fuck. Cause I used to work at the Compare <laughs> Foods right up the street, bro. Really? They, they used to hate on me. Like they'll say like fucking El Coloroso and shit. I'll be backing up this shit. They wouldn't even say thank you. Like oh thanks, gracias El Coloroso. Like yo, you don't speak Espanol. Like yeah, I don't know what that means. Negro, negro. Man, oh seriously, I, nah. bro. Like, I, dude, that was a that was a shitty job. That was, that was my first job, but it was like that, the the woman were that, that, that was a highlight. That was definitely a highlight with the woman. Okay. Um, but it's like, um, but back on the whole subject matter, yeah, man. There's a whole lot of violence that usually uh, encapsulates a lot of like Liberians in the community. I know y'all heard about a Calvin Haynes. Um, y'all remember Calvin, right? Uh, Calvin. He Haynes. was the one that got shot by another kid by the name of Esimo Sio. I don't. Esimo. I, know, I ain't he was about a that. kid. No, like um, he was a kid. I remember I knew him like because we went to the same elementary school. It was like a private Catholic type school, and he used to talk a lot of smack and everything like that. That was his thing. And then he grew up. I didn't even realize he was trying to join a gang, and so he like killed him and shot him in the shot him in the chest. A Liberian kid sh- killing another Liberian. Oh, wow. I think I heard about that. Like, like they were trying to like do uh, trying to do bodyguard for like a party for his uh, oh, brother. Yeah. yeah, and then he got it shot. Was, wait, wait, it was in summer, right? Yeah, it was in summertime. Yeah, I remember. Yeah, 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 it was yeah. like he got shot and his brother. He died in his brother's arms. Yeah, I, I, yeah, like yeah. I'm trying to get him on the podcast too. His brother, uh, Siki, I think he lives in Boone and everything. But it was yeah. like, yeah, dude. It was like he tried to run away and then he got shot by the same group of people who was trying to impress. God damn. Now he's been in jail to this day, which is sad because that's such a way to go, man. Because I remember him like literally just being just a smart alecky kid. Like that was like his thing. I didn't think people would just grow up and start trying to kill people. You don't know, man. It's, it's, a, it's an environment, bro. It could be, man. But he was like, he was kind of disrespectful to his moms too, bro. Like, dude, it was kind of embarrassing, bro. Especially when they go out together. It's like, bro, you can't talk to your mom like that, bro. Like, like my mom, like we be getting into it too. Like, and I ain't gonna lie, but it's like I would never like openly try to like embarrass her on some hell shit like no, that. Because it's like that's wrong, dude. It's yeah, just yeah. like, uh, especially it really is, bro. It's just like I don't know. I don't know what it is, uh, what you need to do. But he should have been sent back home yeah, and found himself. Sure. That's that. That would <laughs> that would have been the only solution. Nah, I personally, like, I personally feel like even if he, uh, it was the, nah, it wasn't gonna work. It wasn't gonna work. You don't feel like it was gonna work? Hell no. I mean, they. I know they got child soldiers back in Liberia uh, to a certain degree, but it's just like I mean, be worse. Like when you, nah, it was. I mean, worse. to be honest, I feel like that's the really first resort African parents come to when like their yeah, kid is yeah. acting up. We're gonna send you back to Africa. Send yeah, you back to Africa. That's not gonna work, bro. I mean, I don't know, but maybe in Africa they're probably more disciplined than here. Yeah, it's not the matter of yeah, it being di- disciplined. It's just a different space. Like you see, like, when yeah. we're out here in the city, it's just like we're out of touch to a certain degree. Yeah. When you touch your roots, you're more grounded spiritually. Yeah, you know, yeah, where it's just like where you're here, it's just like you're you're trying to compete with this image. Like for instance, he probably didn't feel like he belonged nowhere. That's where a lot of like a lot of this acting out seems that really? came out. Because like, why are you trying to shoot people that you know to join another group of people that would have just shot you anyway? They literally shot him on the way back when he was trying to run away from him. And it just like, and now you're in prison for the rest of your life. Life is ruined. Why? Because he felt like you didn't belong somewhere. You know, it's it's just sad. But it's just like, once again, it all comes down to your why too. Once you have a good why in your life, like for instance, you're going into the whole NFL thing because that inspired you to a degree. Yeah. You see that it wants to uplift like your community and your family to a certain degree. Yeah. Like you see people like Quiddy Pay being drafted to the Quiddy Colts. Pay. Yes, yes. yes. And it's like you want to be like that to a certain degree. Um, and now you see Ruben Vincent kind of doing yeah, his thing, yeah, yeah. and like you see, like you know, you see it's more and more possible. Like, okay, yeah, yeah I could be a third world baby, but also I could also like rise out and pro- and pretty much bring some kind of prosperity to my people. You know, that's yeah. my why. Like, what I want to do the whole music thing, the podcast thing. When I want to go back to school at Howard, that's why I'm going to DC also because I want to go to Howard. Really? Yeah, yeah. My 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 dad works at the hospital over there, okay. so okay. I'm trying to bring tours with me too, so so he can be he didn't got to pay for, to go to school. And stuff of that nature. And it's just like, you know, I feel like it would be more opportunities there too. You know, it's just like, it's just, that's my why. It's just seeing like a better future for my people as a whole. That's why I want to go into business administration. I want to start my own businesses. So people from back home, as soon as they get here, they will already have a job set up for them. 
That's how the Koreans do. That's how the Vietnamese do. That's how everybody else does. But I feel like we're just kind of like kind of lagging on that side to a certain degree. And I feel like, you know, when you see stuff like things that happen with SMO killing people, you know, burying people, you know, it's just it's just like we can't we can't be in that. If Nigerians can go anywhere and be successful, we need we to can start. Do the same thing. We, we can, can do, do the same, same thing. We can do the same, bro. We can, we can do the same thing. They had civil wars too, but it's like just the way how their family dynamic is set up. I'm not trying to speak for everybody's family because everyone's different, you know. Mm-hmm. But I feel like more consistently when it comes to Nigerians, they got things together where it's like you know we can't accept any any type of bullshit. And I feel like Liberians like we're cool and we're disciplined to a certain degree. However. I feel like at the same token, in terms of just trying to navigate things in this country, it's like, you know, there's so many things that just kind of throw a monkey wrench in, like, development. Like, people end up bringing the wrong crowds, you know, we become more distant from our people a little bit, you know, there's just maybe too much drama in the community sometimes, so you kind of just, you kind of distance yourself to a certain degree. And it's just, like, you know, what, what do y'all think we need to do to kind of, like, you know, reverse that, kind of, like, focus on really, like, projecting more opportunities for our people and just stuff of that nature? Uh, I feel like it starts with getting back into the church, bro. Getting back closer with God, a relationship back with God. Because yeah, if you have a strong relationship with God, bro, <clears throat> you're gonna do certain stuff, and you know certain stuff you can't do. Yeah, yeah that's yeah, first. Yeah. And also, we gotta like <clears throat> watch the environment and where people are growing up at and what they're doing. In my opinion, though, like <clears throat> I feel like, and it's the way the parents raise the kids too. Like we, yeah. we're raising our kids like a certain way. Like some parents, they let their kids have no freedom, and then when they get some type of freedom, they go crazy. Yeah, and then yeah, you got that's yeah, definitely yeah, and then you got some kids that give their uh, got some parents that give their kids too much freedom, and now got them they do a whole bunch of stupid stuff, and then now it's like, damn, where did this come from? Like I just feel like we need to have like a basis, like you know, I feel like as like growing up, I feel like we get to a certain age, not that we're grown. That like we get a certain age where we gotta make our own decisions, but we need our parents to guide us yeah. by that. Yeah. Like yeah. as a teenager, we're gonna make certain decisions that you know we probably gonna regret or not yeah. regret. Uh-huh. So I feel like having guidance and doing all that yeah. when you get to that level is what it really, what it really needs, bro. Yeah, but mean. like nowadays though, <clears throat> we just need to watch the crowds of our kids being around, care more, do different things, and just you know. I feel that's where it starts from, bro. But it mainly starts from the church, though. We get back in the church, get back closer with God, and yeah, we can yeah. build from there. Yeah, well, and, uh, I know you want to say some things. Like, what do you think, uh, Michael? Nah, I agree with what he said. Pretty much everything what he yeah. said. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I can feel that too. Cause like the church, like I feel like when I was younger, and I was more deeper. Cause like my parents first put me in a Catholic school and everything. Yeah. That kind of like that might have like kind of kind of distorted some things to a certain degree. Yeah. I feel like once starting, yeah, that is a nice car. But I feel like when starting back in the church, you needed. I feel like I ain't Methodist or nothing. I just feel like you know your relationship with God is more like you know it's more individualized to a certain degree. Whatever relationship you have with God, whatever your journey with God, that's on you, pretty much. But as long as you put out like the the teaching, not trying to put out, put it kind of shove it in people's face, but kind of just try to live by it as best you can. You know, learn to love each other forgive each other try to build on each other you know like that's the basis of what true christianity is and i feel like some people use it as a way to just antagonize others and everything and i you know i feel like yeah there are people who might have live alternative lifestyles or do whatever the heck they do that if it drugs or whatever at the same time it's just like i feel like it's our job in eternity to kind of just be a reflection of god's love like okay yeah you're down but i'm but i'm gonna love you anyway you know but i'm gonna just have to i'm gonna have to just guide you into the right path without getting up in your face about it you know what i'm saying and if not it's still your life and you know it's just it's whatever you know use the way you live but also consider like be mindful of your decision your decisions if that makes sense that that pretty much makes sense yeah 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 basically so it's just like yeah with that you just gotta make you know you gotta make it like you know how elevation church i feel like elevation pretty much even though some people might be with it some people might not but i feel like at the same time their atmosphere because i know my friend took me there a couple times and everything it's more inviting you know like it's just it's more like you can be more of a part of it in, in that elevation sense However, like for our case, I feel like we need to make it uh, the church wise, make it into an environment where everybody can be able to just be able to be uh, accepted in Mm -hmm. without, in a sense, using it as a place of gossip, a place of like just drama. You know what I'm saying? You know how Liberians can be. Everybody knows. You know, you don't even need me to explain how how Liberians can be. But it's just like the more we can pretty much touch on the more family sense, like the better we can be able to, you know, come together as a people. 
So that's just it's just it's a matter of just taking steps on that end. Um, but in, in terms of how like y'all was brought up, y'all, y'all pretty much wasn't brought up in a strict strict household. Were y'all were y'all pretty much not really to be honest. I mean, we had rules and regulations in my house, but it wasn't like necessary to an extent where I wanted to like disregard my parents for anything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So like growing up in my household, it was rules and regulations like I said earlier. But it was really like understandable in a way. When I was younger, I didn't really understand. I used to get mad at like stupid stuff, simple yeah, stuff. Yeah. But when I look back at it now, like it was like yeah, yeah like it was it was it was immature and childish. Mm-hmm. Like I didn't really understand stuff till really till like really after I turned eighteen and graduated high school and now I'm in college now. That's when I really start to understand stuff for my own like atmosphere. Like why my parents did certain stuff or why they do. Yeah, uh-huh. and they'll tell me like they'll tell me stuff like this. When you have kids, you'll understand. I don't have no kids now. Well, but like I, I understand what they mean and what and what they're saying, so that's yeah. why I kind of respect and love my parents because you know, not everybody has great parents. Yeah, that's one thing I would say because some people do have bad parents, and I I, I have seen that and I will admit that. So yeah. I'm grateful for my parents for what they've done and everything yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you know, that's just how I feel about it. And how would you describe like your experience being raised by Liberian parents? Because like you're straight out of the country now, so it's it's a village on your end. You know? Yeah, mom, my mom, <laughs> cool. I'm not going get. But my my dad left me and my mom when I was like twelve. Damn. Yeah, so I've been with my mom like for my half my life now. But yeah, my mom cool. She taught me she raised me the right way. I'm so grateful how she raised me and shit. So yeah, my mom cool. Yeah, I guess on my end personally, I feel like there was a whole lot of dysfunction on my end, you know, because like you know my father was like about fifteen years older than my mom, so it's like I mean that's pretty common back home, but it's like you know in the in the United in in America that's where things like you know people the whole family dynamic uh you start to bleed out, you know, y'all see things like that, you start getting influenced by friends and stuff like that, and the marriage don't work, the family breaks down, and then you know it was pretty much like my mom's pretty much directing for like where my life was going from like after like fifth grade and up so it's like you know i couldn't choose what schools i wanted to go to i had to go to like predominantly white schools and ballantine plantations and yeah. that was a bitch i i hated it was fun for the first two years but then they cut out busing that we had and she's still making me go they're like why are you making me go here and everything it was like my mom was so afraid of me getting caught up like on the east side you know shouldn't yeah. like that that's why it was just like it became like where you were isolating me from like my identity in a sense because you're putting me in these schools where like a lot of these people are doing a whole lot of corny inappropriate type shit and like i was trying to navigate that you know as a black kid turning into a black man like yeah. you know like as uh even as a black kid growing up in america like we age faster yeah. In a sense, like a lot of our innocence really isn't like you know held together for a lot. Tom, I remember even as a nine year old, I was like save lots back when save lots was save lots. Like there was like a security guard that used to follow me and everything. Like two goddamn clothes. <laughs> Wait, did the dude yeah. part tell clothes? Yeah, I was followed in that store because they thought I was stealing, and I was like, I wouldn't even steal. I was just daydreaming, looking at some shaving ground. I don't even know what the hell I was thinking. <laughs> like it was just like, like what am I gonna do with shaving ground? Nah, I ain't got a hair on my face yet. Uh, dude was like, excuse me, sir, you got to leave if you're, if you're feeling chilly in here. Man. But even then, I had to keep my cool. So it was just like, for a long time, I had to learn to just keep my cool and not, like, lash out. Because I knew how, like, me and my family are. Like, we, we when we get angry, we get angry. So it was like I had to really, like, you know, check that, like, at a very young yeah. age. Mm-hmm. And now, now like, at this stage, it becomes, like, a problem intense. Like, when's a good time to really check into that anger and when's it not a good time to check in with that anger? You know yeah. what I'm saying? So it's just, like, it, 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 it can be a lot, you know? So that's what I really like about HBCUs because I feel like I wasn't, like, I wasn't, like, uh, misunderstood. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah like, I felt like for the first time it was, like, I was, like, in the majority now. I didn't have to check how, like... Sort of guy? Yeah, what's up? If her mom wasn't right there, bro, I was going to go high the hell. <laughs> I, I mean, it don't matter. Just be, yeah, you gotta no, be respectful. I was like, seven kids are thinking about the car already, bro. Scared of Mexican parents, bro. But yeah, um, yeah, couldn't they be dead ass racist, bro? Like, bro, I wanted to go hang out with my one Mexican friend's house one time in the neighborhood. I was like, no, you can't come by. My parents like, are kind of racist. He literally told me his parents was racist. I'm yeah, like, what like, the frick? I mean, I wouldn't say racist, but. They're like African parents, bro. You know how to be the yeah, uh, you like, can't do it there. You yeah, can't do it like, there. Okay, like, you know how, like, s- like different cultures come to America? Yeah. yeah. They ha- mm-hmm. I feel like Hispanics and African Americans can relate more mm-hmm. than any other race to each other. Yeah. Like, good thing about it. Most of the time when, like, ah, uh, damn. Let me, let me watch what I say. But, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. but like, if, like, uh, 
Asian family and like an Indian family come, they're going to act a little different than when like an African-American family and a Hispanic family comes. You, yeah. you know what I'm saying? But yeah. uh-huh. it's kind of yeah. a stereotype, but it, it makes sense in a way. Yeah, man. It's just like, it's just that sense of fear because everybody wants to go up. Like in this, it's a capitalistic society. Everyone's trying to go up, and that could be like in cultural wise, every type of wise. So it's like, well, Mexicans. I what I've seen in a video like a while ago. The thing with Mexicans, though, like why they don't like to mess with like people, you know, of African descent, just kind of like walking in their family or whatever. It's because like they value family values, you know. So like they'll think like, oh no, you're just here to just screw with our daughters, and then like you bounce off, and then that's it. Like you know, like, you're not trying to build a family with them or nothing. And even if you did, you're not trying to learn the language or try to like respect the culture or something. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's a stepwise. You know, like if y'all have daughters and everything, it was like oh, okay, like those like like uh like someone of a different race is coming. You know, like you know, people get fetishized. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Even yeah. we get fetishized to a certain degree. Yeah, but so I like, kind of understand yeah. then though. I kind of understand why they. Yeah. Yeah, I kind of understand why they do that. Because it's just like you don't know how people really are, or what their intentions might be. You know, like especially with people doing like sex trafficking and everything like that. You don't yeah, really know that, where people come bad, from. Oh, it, it really is just bad. You know, so it's like yeah, stuff has gotten so crazy with sex trafficking. They'll put like a piece of paper on the windshield of some girl's car, and there'll be like some dust on it. And you touch that dust, and it's like it goes into your bloodstream and it'll knock you out. Yeah. Right there, it could be that crazy, bro. So it's just like it's like yeah, you really don't know, man. It's just like what kind of nasty people might be out here want to do all types of stuff because like there's there's all types of sex slavery. You wouldn't even know. People yeah, be that's missing. Crazy, bro. I didn't know that, bro. Yeah, no, I read about it one time. I'm like shit, really? What kind of chemicals they making now? Like who makes the time? Like oh yeah, I'm gonna make some dust that knocks people out. You know, uh, you know how in in Liberia they be talking about you know about Sogo, right? Like the people who be in together. Um, I think I've heard. Yeah, Sogo? yeah, yeah Zogo. Zogo. It's like it's like a, a, a librarian thing. So they be like the people who die that that bone does, they break it and they smoke it. Mm. The hemo does and, and you know about it make the Zogo high. Mm. So when they smoke it, they be high all dumb stuff. So it's kind of the same way you said uh, the freaking does and shit. They, it make you high. So, that's crazy, man. It's yeah. just like now you're straight out of Liberia, so you pretty much know. Is the crime rate like worse after like the Civil War? Or is it just God? Hell, hell yeah! Dang, yeah, it's kind of the same year, bro. It, people, it's kind of the same. Yeah, bro. people killing people, people doing this shit, people doing this. So it's kind of the same Liberia, yeah. But you know, even Rwanda's kind of bounced back. You know, I think well, Rwanda's become like the new Singapore, basically. Like it's like uh, it's like the Singapore in Africa when you think about it. Like they're so clean right now that it's not even like you wouldn't even realize like Hotel Rwanda with like people getting killed, like the Tutsis oh, and stuff yeah. like that. Like they were able to bounce back. That's what I'm saying. Liberia yeah, can yeah. have that same influence too. It's just a matter of just putting in the right resources. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know it's kind of weird right now. We got a soccer player as like the president, and she's like you can't even explain <laughs> shit like that. It's oh like, wow, like, I, I ain't know that either. You didn't know George Wade? What? George yeah. Wade was the best soccer player in the yeah, world yeah. at one point. Bro, and now won. he's the president. Yeah, he won hell it was, bro. But that's almost like getting Hulk Hogan to be, like, the president yeah, of America. Funny. But I think that's another issue, too. Like, me, like, being born in, uh, like, America and, like, going to, like, school and stuff, it kind of, like, I'm still with my tradition and my African tradition, but it kind of took me away. Because most, yeah. most I bring people play soccer. I don't play soccer at all. I play football, bro. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, other stuff like that. So that's what I mean. It's like living in America, it kind of takes away from, like, your tradition a little yeah, bit. Uh-huh. But if you really care about your tradition, you'll, you'll stick with it, though. I'm, I'm sticking with mine, bro. You know, I got a little it's kind African of the same, little necklace yeah. on, you know. You, can, you can't see it, but, you know. Yeah, it's yeah. kind of the same opposite. Like, when an African kid get out from Liberia and come here, African parents be like, yo, you got to play with American boy and shit, right? Yeah. They be like, yo, you got to do this, like, right now. My mom be like, yo, you got to play football, but I'm not trying to play football, bro. No, I can feel that. Because it's just like, because you don't, because that's a whole lot of injuries. I'm not trying to shit on your sport. Because it's just like, bro, I be trying to do my own stuff, bro. Like, when I, I'm not not no normal kid, bro. Like, when I was growing up, bro, everything I like, bro, is music, bro. Everything. Like, every single thing about music, bro. Like, I like music so bad. Yeah. I don't even know, but nah. And music saved my life, really, at one point, too, man. Because it's like, I be doing poetry. I'm, I'm on my seventh rap book. So I'm trying to hit my eighth, like, maybe my ninth later on this year. Like, I just got back in the writing again. I be trying to do, like, four pages a, a day. I want to get back in the studio as fast as I can and everything so I can be able. Because, like, I got this one guy uh, where it's just, like, he literally charges me $50 for, like, 
two hours in the studio. The fuck? No, no, really, really. That's <laughs> yeah, fifty for like two songs. That's enough for like two hours of fifty. That's a lot. Because, like, people were doing $60 per hour and everything, you know, like, it's just, and he'd be mixing and mastering, too, it's just, like, you know, it's just, that's, like, that's, like, I feel like, yeah. that's, like, the main pr- connection I'm trying to keep with, like, while I'm in Charlotte, so it's, like, for me, even though I don't want to be in Charlotte right now, I'm trying to take out all the opportunities I can get while Why I'm you want to leave Charlotte? Why I want to leave Charlotte? Yeah. I mean, nothing against Charlotte. It's just like you know, it's like my roots here is just kind of dried out. You know, I feel like the one, I, the moment I left Charlotte, like when I went to Durham and NCCU and everything, that's when I started flourishing. The more I stepped out of Charlotte, the more I flourished. Like you know, what I I'm feel saying? like the kind of kind of exact opposite happened for me. Like not like <clears throat> like me going to Durham because I ain't say this, but before I went to Western, I transferred to two different schools. So I was at North Carolina Central and Durham. From 2018 to 2020, before COVID happened, then I transferred to the JUCO to play football. I took the JUCO. I went to East Carolina for a semester. Then I went to West Carolina. So I kind of been all around North Carolina, and I would say that Charlotte is the best city in the Carolinas. I, I'm be honest with you, Charlotte's the best city in the Carolinas. It's I don't care what nobody say. Fun, Charlotte's the best city, bro. Yeah, for real, bro. No, no, for real. It just depends on like how where your roots grow. For me, it's like a lot of my obstacles. <laughs> So it's just like you know, I don't fuck with a lot of people from Charlotte. Like I'm, I'm cool because it's like I identify with Charlotte. I feel like we're to an extent kind of like the underdog. You know, we're a lot bigger than Atlanta and everything. And there's a lot of New Yorkers that even come here for like opportunities oh, too. Yeah, yeah. Charlotte's a big city, bro. Oh, like we're a lot bigger than people. Like so that's why I feel like we're on this 2020. I feel like by the end of the 2020s, like for sure we're gonna be put on the map to a certain degree. Of course. But it's like you know, like I want to just be able to like when I'm out there, I want to be able to just kind of build on myself credibility. So when I come back and everything, it's just I already have like a like a whole lot, you know, she going. Fucking dying, bro. You know what I'm saying? Know yeah, you know, and it's just it's just stuff like that. You know, Giga, we got people like the baby for sure, like you know, putting yeah. it on for a rap and everything. Cam Newton just came back on the Panther. I don't know how that's gonna, you know, it was it was cool 2015. I don't know where he's at now. I really hope he gets his stride back soon, bro. Because like when he was playing in 2015, bro, that was crazy. No, like I'm telling you, like the city had been not been at more at peace than ever, bro. I'm telling you, me and my brother were literally at Krispy Kreme, bro. Like, random white people getting a conversation to us about, like, cheese, like, we cream cheese and the donuts. Like, like we knew our whole lives tight. Like, people were trying to be so nice, trying to get that karma points, bro, so we can win for that week. And it was yeah. just, like, yeah, 2015 bro, was a good year. That was a good year. It was a good year. But then we lost the Super Bowl, and that fucked everything up. You know what messed us up? We didn't have a good halftime show. If we had Drake and Future, that one, because what, what a time to be alive. That would have really, that would have really, really, like, you know, that would have motivated us. Honestly. But when the Super Bowl first started that day, the the energy was off. I just knew that the Panthers wasn't going to win that game. I was rooting for the Panthers, too, and all. But ever since then, I just feel like the Panthers have been off, bro. I'm really a Giants fan, though. So, I mean, I can't really say. Yeah. And... <laughs> And some guy with a Christian McCaffrey jersey is walking by. So hopefully, hopefully he doesn't get mad at what we're saying. He's sensing the disrespect. Even yeah. when the windows is up, like yeah. I know they're not talking about. My <laughs> hey, I ain't gonna lie. Is it cool if I buy like a snack from QT or quick? No, 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 no problem. We could pause if you want. Oh, I mean, we could. You, I mean, you, 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 you want to take it inside? I mean, if we can somehow, I don't know. I mean, hey. <laughs> we are currently about to go get a snack. From quick trip on east side <laughs> hopefully we don't get stabbed or nothing this is all right damn cool yo when did you get your hair twisted like that um i've been getting it twisted for like the past few months i i twist it and take it out but i'm i'm eventually gonna cut my hair though <laughs> soon anyway i didn't even mean to cut my hair this short man i, I mean it's just i went to the barber shop out. hell yeah this is the last time i'm cutting it this short man <laughs> like this is the last damn time like next time you see me i'm gonna have dress really or something like that. I don't know. I just know it's just not going to be short. How's it going? Yeah. Sure. Are y'all getting something? That's how you get it? Yeah. I just want something to snack on, bro. I'm looking hungry. <laughs> I'm, bro. I'm cool, man. Yeah. I would have gotten, like, some beef jerky or something like that. Yeah, that's some jerky? candy and everything. Ain't nothing wrong with candy, you know. Get your, get your sweets on. Ain't nothing wrong with that. Yeah, ain't nothing wrong with that, bro. Food, some cooked food. You want some Popeyes, bro? Yeah. <laughs> I be going to get that. Oh, yeah. What y'all mostly be getting from Popeyes? I just be getting the chicken sandwich. The chicken sandwich. Or the, the chicken shrimp. Sandwich. Like, something like shrimp. Like, definitely the shrimp. shrimp. Yeah. You want a bag or a receipt? Uh, I'm good. I'm not going to lie to you, bro. 
the first time I had a Popeye chicken sandwich, bro, I fell in love with it, bro. Yes, but something's off about the chicken sandwich. Yeah, it's now it's like not the same. I think I'm. Am I? Am I good? Okay, all right. <laughs> all right. Hey, yo, dude, Michael. Just trying to get a hot dog. I think we should wait up for him. Oh, okay. Let's just wait up for him. But, all right. But yeah, dude, when the chicken sandwiches first came, it yeah. was like heaven, bro. I'm like, yeah, dude. Bro. But now it's like, there's something to the recipe because it's not the same. Yeah. Whenever I eat it, whenever I eat it, what you call it, the first time I ate it, bro, I fell asleep. I'm not going to lie because that, that's how good it was. But now when I eat it now, bro, it just, no. It don't taste the same, bro. It's like they don't make it with love, bro. I don't, don't know. They really don't make it with love. That, that's I think that's what it is. But I'm, but in my head I'm thinking like scientific like maybe they put like less seasoning yeah. probably the proportions are off because it just tastes like more chicken and less of the seasoning and that's mm -hmm. what that's what's not doing it for me. What was your major in college, bro? Uh, business administration. What about you? Communication. Communications. Mm -hmm. Okay, what are you trying to do with communications? Well, hold on. Let's talk outside, bro. Can't let everybody know the plan. <laughs> <laughs> the ops trying to slow up. Just trying to slow us up. All right, so. I want to work in the public relations department for like a big sports organization, oh, okay. ESPN, NFL, NBA. It doesn't matter because I'm big into sports, so you know. Oh, okay, so you're thinking about maybe an agency? Maybe you're trying to like work like how Master P kind of did, like No Limit Sports, and was trying to like you know get people just get their money. Yeah, so, some similar to that. Some, some similar. similar to yeah, that. yeah, that's not bad. That's like that's actually pretty noble and everything. What, what'd you get? Oh, hot dog. Oh. Sorry, what'd you say, man? Oh, sorry, man. Not right now. Nah. So what? You want something to eat? She's just trying to get something to eat. You want to give her a hot dog, bro? <laughs> <laughs> Damn, I don't even know, bro. Hold on. Yeah, yeah, I just used some of my money. No, no, it'd be like that. People really be thinking, you know, <laughs> I really don't be having the money like that. Because if I had it, I would. Like, that's what I'm saying, but I don't. But really, that's literally what it is. <laughs> no, man, it's just, it really did be like that. Yeah, I, I feel kind of bad, bro. No, nah, then you're a good person. Cause some people be happy like, oh yeah, like when that homeless person ain't got this. Oh dang, it sucks for him. Like, but I showed a guy about uh, about having a little cash on me. Yeah, that'll go. But I don't got nothing. So how long are the podcasts usually? Uh, I usually shoot between thirty minutes to like an hour. I mean, we got like a good fourteen and everything. Because okay, it's just okay, like, okay. And this is like the sixty-sixth episode. I'm trying to hit like hundred fifty before the end of the year. All right. So everything. what was uh what was your first episode about? Dang, my first... I can't even remember, because it was just me when I was just getting into it, so I was, like, mm -hmm. talking about myself, basically. I was trying to do things like spirituality, healing type stuff, and then it was just me. And then next thing you know, like, on the 13th episode, I started interviewing people, you know? Like, mm -hmm. I think the first person okay. I interviewed was, like, my next-door neighbor. I'm gonna go get her one. You better give her a hot dog? Yeah. Yeah, just one. give her one. Yeah. It's no problem. Good job, man. Yeah, God is with him. Uh... But it's like, uh, yeah, man, it's just stuff like that. I just want to keep putting more content out so I can be able to, like, you know, monetize it. You know what I'm saying? I feel like the more content I put out, the more things that people can get lost with. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. That's just kind of how I got into J. Cole and Kendrick and stuff like that. Like, we already had a whole lot of songs out. So, like, by the time, like, they were really popping up, popping up, and I started getting deeper in their catalog. Like, that's why I really started to grow with them. Okay. okay. So that's just kind of how my philosophy is. I already try to put a whole lot of content out. And then bring more attention to the content like later type. You know? Who's your favorite rapper? My favorite rapper, oh, dang, that's or tough. I'll say your top three. Top three, that's hard too because it's just like there's so many different lanes. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Like you might like a rapper for this reason and that reason. Um, I would say, um, just out right now. Mm -hmm. I mean, obvious top three is obvious like Drake. Um, J. Cole, Drake not being the number one, just like, okay. uh, J. Cole and, like, Kendrick, obviously, is, like, those top three and everything, but that's, like, for obvious reasons. All right, um, do this, uh, man, I'm eating. That's okay, take your time. <laughs> Should've got something to drink, too, bro. <laughs> it's, yeah, like, gotta wash out that shit. Water right there. So, do you listen to Liberian music? Um, to a certain degree, I know I like, uh, Shine P, it's, like, uh, Mind Your Bidden, and it's, like, what was another song by Shine P? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm not gonna capture you. I don't listen to library music. That Why not? Way, bro. I don't even know, bro. That's not your phone. Bro, ain't no problem. I just be feeling like sometimes, bro, they be saying dumb stuff. <laughs> Mad dumb stuff, bro. You like P-square? P-square? Yeah. There's a, P, there's a shine P and a P-square? Yeah. <laughs> it, it was first, bro. At first? Hell yeah. But now, I'm like, yeah. You know how um, when African rappers be getting a little mad, bro? A little mm -hmm. money? Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, that don't be making cool music, man. I mean, there's a guy I think uh, named Dope Zulu. I think if you look him up on IG, like he's been doing some stuff. Like there's a lot of actually, there's a lot of like Liberian American artists out there that yeah, are still trying to make it. You know that music sometimes, yeah, yeah, like Afrobeat type stuff, and like Af- yeah, sometimes it's just like you know, like Premier Gao. Mm-hmm. I, you, I know you heard of Premier Gao. Yeah, like that's the. I, do you know what we're talking about, Blama? You don't know. You, you, you I feel like if we played it, you, you know. I'm. Bro, you Premier Gal, bro. They play it at every. They play it at um. It's Magic System. Magic System. Premier Gal. Dude, bro. Like I, you, you. If we put it on, you would probably. He's like, how does it go? Like, I mean, you probably could. If you can like uh, get it plugged in and what you got already uh, connected through Bluetooth, right? Yeah. Yeah. Just uh, look up a uh, sh- magic system, and then I'm pretty sure you heard this at some party. Service, service, service. I can't believe Mama doesn't know this from the top. But I mean, like. I think I know. Is it like a country music? Mm-mm. No, Premier Gao? I'll play it off my phone. Like, I don't worry though. Because, like, we got 10 more minutes, so we got to touch on a whole lot of things. So, it's like, so. Yeah. So, in terms of, like, um, so it's like, you know, one of my main, where I'm at right now, because I'm in my 20s, so it's like, you know, this is pretty much going to be the same age where we're pretty much going to be starting our families and pretty much settling down later on, yeah. when maybe some people might do it in their 30s, whatever, and stuff of that nation. So it's like, in terms of, like, getting y'all uh, offspring pretty much uh, connected with the Liberian community, like, will you make that a priority, or will it just you kind of be more selective on who you pretty much connect with, or, like, what's your plans when it comes to stuff like that, trying to preserve the traditions and stuff of that nature? Mm. Knowing me, I feel like I'm probably more selective with it. Mm. Like, you know, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to let them connect by going, like, I'm going to take trips to Liberia um, a lot when I get older. Yes. Definitely got to save up that money. Yeah, save the money and take trips to Liberia. Because once you, like, go there and actually, like, be there, it's a whole different, like, scenario. Rather yeah, than just yeah. living in America and have your parents tell you about it. Once yeah, you man. actually experience it, you'll know. Yeah, for sure. Because I know even my Uncle Blanc, because he was born in the States, too. Um, he literally, he went there when he was, like, a kid from time to time. He said people used to treat him like a king. Because, like, when, they, when you come from America to, like, Liberia, it's yeah. like, you know, like, you and know, because, be like. Uh-huh. And because you got money or anything. Yeah. But if you're proud of you, it's so hard. Like, it's not every day. Mm-hmm. Somebody get out of, like, Liberia and come here, bro. Mm-hmm. Every day, that don't happen. So when you go back. They'd be so proud of you, bro. You especially, yeah, especially your family. So that's how it be. It ain't because you got money, bro. Yeah, man. It's like, I just graduated. Like, once you graduate, bro, like, it was people on the street coming. It's like, hey, congratulations. Yeah. It's like, wait, wait, who do I know? It's like, oh, no, I'm your friend. I'm your mom's friend from, like, high yeah. school. I'm your mom's Like, it's just like, you know, like, you know, you live for moments like that. So it's just like, you know, that's why I love school and everything because it's just like, you know, I try to work hard because I want to give, like, my people, like, you know, a sense of just a new opportunities. Mm-hmm. To, to like, oh, yeah, we're not just some African booty scratchers or third world country type stuff. We're trying to get Nobody coming there, bro. Yeah, I mean, but I'm just saying, like, to a to a general yeah. standpoint. You know? like, nobody coming there. How, yeah. how long you been here? Three years. Four three, years now. Three, four years. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. I would think you were here a lot longer. You know. Uh, what year you came? February. It was in twenty. What's it? What's it? Twenty eighteen or twenty nineteen? Oh, I think it was twenty nineteen. Oh, okay. Yeah, three years. Okay. Dang, okay, that was right at the same time I went to college. So it's just like, NCCU. So it's like, hey, I mean, are you, you liking it here, though, for real? Oh, yeah. You feel like you're making some friends here and stuff of that nature? Mm-hmm. Not that deep. All right, that's cool, then, because like, my mom caught hell when she got here. Because, like, she, she used to work at Burger King right there and everything. <laughs> and people used to literally, because, like, you had to start from the bottom. It's like, sure, people man. used to, like, yeah. people used to rip on her for having, like, an accent, you know? Like, she would speak English. Like, yeah. you speak English. Yeah. But it's, like, the way how she sounded would be, like, such a problem. So it's, like, you know, I guess mom's kind of, like, held it against a lot of people, you know, in this country. It's just, like, for her to, like, make fun of her. Like, my mom speaks just fine English. She just has a cadence that's, like, it's, it's obviously for her. Right. You know, and it's just, like, you know, like, sometimes people do get ripped on for being African uh, growing up and everything. I know I caught my share, like, whatever. I didn't really sweat it. Be like, dude, I know where I come from. It's, like, you know, it's, like, where you, yeah. you know where you come from. It's just. This is what I know, bro. We always got to remember where we come from. Yeah. Always. 
Always got to remember. In, in my opinion, I feel it's about perspective. Because mm. when I tell people, I tell people my African belly, yeah, I'm foreign. I'm different, you know? Yeah. yeah. It, it's good to be different. Like, you it's feel me? Like, history. yeah. Yeah, you know? Being dark skinned, being African, being this, being that, bro. It's like, I don't know, bro. It's just so many green flags, you know? So many green flags, bro. No, seriously, for real. And it's just like, you know, and there's so much history. Like, even something you, you, you got to dig deeper. Like, for instance, like, you know, mono people especially, we were, we were travelers. Like, yep. we literally used to travel. We traveled all the way from Sudan. Like, that's where our roots come. The Sudan were the main people making pyramids, too. Wow. You know that? You know, a lot of people don't understand that and everything. So it's just like, that's why there's so many different coming different shades in the mono community. You see, yeah, like, light skinned yeah. people. Because we used to intermix with so many different yeah. cultures as we used to travel. You know, like, we were max. No, I'm just saying. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, my grandpa, especially, you know, especially when he touched down in the States, uh, like, in the 70s, 80s, and that Coming to America movie came out. Like, woman used to love my grandpa. Mm. Uh, every time I look at his photo album, he's kissing some other black American one. I was like, he was like, who's this? It's like, it's like oh, yeah. Yeah, that's my friend. It's like they got like have like twenty different friends. So I'm like, okay, Grandpa, we see what you're doing. your grandpa's last name again? Uh Wan Kwe. Wan Kwe. Is that your last name too? No, my last name is Sefili. Sefili. Yeah, okay, yeah. Like Sefili being like uh, two words. Mono? Yeah. My, well, my name? Yeah, it's yeah. mono. Like my middle name is Dolake. Oh yeah, that's definitely mono. Yeah, yeah. My middle. Yeah, it means uh, one can't make it alone. I think is what it means. Oh. Yeah, my mom. Nah, mom. My, my last name. Yeah, it's not mana. I don't, actually, yeah, it's mana. Yeah. But my middle name, like my plane because yeah. in like both we call our middle name plane. Yeah. So yeah, my middle name is it, yeah, it means something mana. It's like my own. It's called Mizzy. Mizzy. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that own. does sound mana. Yeah, it's called my own. My own. Yeah, it's like a mother. Yeah. That is my my, my own child. My own. Yeah. My own. Oh, and what's your last name? Yenny. And what does that mean? Y I N I Yenny. I don't even know. You don't even know. Yeah, Damn, you're straight out of Africa. You- yeah. <laughs> T Swayfully. T not Swayfully. No. The reason why I said that because Tyrese he said shout out to Tom, bro. Uh, <laughs> I remember he said shout out to Tom, bro. Uh, okay. Do you remember that? Or, or no? what did he say? What? He used to be like T Safely. <laughs> yeah, that's how he says it. Yeah, yeah, my yeah, because like the last name Safely is actually two words. Actually, the first name Say is what you name your firstborn son in our language. Say. Right? Say. You the firstborn. Um. Yeah, I am oh, the firstborn I, son. Say. Say. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, but right, it's you, too- said, <laughs> you say you said say. It's say. Yeah, say, like yeah. S A Y E, but it's yeah. actually spelled S A I. But that, that it's like two words put yeah. together is my last name. So Okay, my name? Yeah. Like, this one, I got two names. The yeah. same name. It's like say Missy. Yeah. Yeah, it's like in Librarian, mm-hmm. second of mono, very different thing, bro. Yeah. Like say Missy. Yeah. That's my pop name. I kept my pop whole full name. Yeah, my grandfather's name was actually Say Feely and everything, but they put his name, his first name, and his last name together, and that's my last name now. Oh. So it's like, so it's like, so it's Say Feely. It's the one word, Say Feely, but it's two words put into one. So the Feely part is like, it's the morning dew in the grass. Yeah. Because like my family was hunters. So it's like, you know, they were like the first to touch the morning dew in the grass, basically. Yeah. That's kind of that's kind of stuff I come from. So it's like, T, do like A, Say Feely. That's, that's what it is. Easy. Yeah, man. There's a lot of crazy. That's the, the stuff that it be some mysterious stuff. One thing I want to learn more about is the Poro Society. Yeah, I know. Have you heard of Poro Society? No. In, in yeah, it's like it's like you never you ever watched Avatar: The Last Airbender? Yeah. Like with the White Lotus. Yeah. Poro Society is kind of like that. It's like it's like oh. a society, you know. Like I think my grandfather was a part of it. He got like a remember in the color purple and stuff when they had like cut like the kids' eyes and it was like some blood came out. Mm-hmm. It was kind of like that, but it's like I think yeah. there was like cuts around like the midsection. And that's Poro Society, so I want to learn more about that because yeah. my grandfather you know, like was the in it. Yeah, yeah, they like certain have certain markings and stuff like that. It's like it's yeah. like a whole thing. Like, okay, in, like because in, Mano is named by Mano is Ganta, so in Ganta, like in, in Labua Ganta, yeah, I think my mom got one. She got three. Yeah, yeah, she got two. She might one. be part of. It's not Pearl Society. I think it's a different it's society like for a women. Society, yeah. but I feel like okay, different minds mean different things. Yeah. So yeah. yeah, yeah. So it can get it can get really it'd be, deep. It'd be gulag. It'd be protection. Yeah. It'd be all that shit. Oh, yeah. They even see. Yeah, they be yeah, black it, magic too, you, bro. Yeah, you see how head is looking. Yeah. I'd be having voodoo and shit. Yeah. I'd be yelling yeah. <laughs> that shit. I'd be like, yo, I want to see it, bro. Yeah, that's how. Yeah, that's how like, bro, got that looking, bro. Yeah, we got black magic too, bro. Like, see, people will literally put black magic on and make your kid retarded, bro. Yeah. Like, it, it could be that scary, bro. People are so bad. It's like you gotta be careful who you yeah, piss like, off, don't man. Mess with the wrong person, bro. Yeah, because no, when really. you mess with the wrong person, I'm gonna be like. 
You did. Yeah, they'll they'll make your parents crazy. They'll yeah, make your bro. whole family crazy, oh, bro. They'll make yeah, your witchcraft. kids into like alcoholics yeah, yeah, yeah. and yeah, stuff that, like that. Yeah, witchcraft. Yeah, yeah. witchcraft and everything. <laughs> that shit. They yeah. really sh- they need to start using that stuff on the on the Firestone people that aren't paying yeah. them right. Cause <laughs> it's like too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because they be Firestone be getting their their rubber from Liberia for their tires from the rubber trees. And yeah, stuff. That's true, that's and true. we don't be getting shit. <laughs> People in no credit, a lot of resources come from Africa though. A lot of resources, and bro. we don't get nothing. Liberia, bro, yes. like a lot. Like gold, I know so gold, many shit, all that stuff, bro. bro. Gold, diamonds, diamonds yeah. all that. Freaking coal, rubber is true. They're low, tainted, yeah. Yeah, everything is so out of whack. And it's crazy how we don't get compensated the way we're supposed to. Because it's just like, you see places like Dubai, they got all the oil and everything. And they're like, yeah. it's like a futuristic looking city. Yeah. And every, that's one thing for sure. I want to, if I had become like a ambassador or something, something like that, I definitely want to touch down in Dubai and see how they do things. Because it's like, Muslim folk, they really hold their self-value to a high T. Like, you can't, yeah. you can't shit on Muhammad. Yeah, you can't right. shit on Allah. You can't do none of that. No, like, but, true. Yeah. When you say something dumb that be on your ass like every time, bro. That's true. Like they will literally beat you up for saying that stuff. Yeah, they but take us, it serious. Us? Like if, if somebody be like, Man, I don't like church or God, there's no God. Who gonna sit there and not say nothing, bro? I mean, even my father's atheist, and it's, which just sucks. Because he's in such a good, like, place right now, and it's only God that really helped him. Like, because he was, so, yeah. Your dad's atheist. How, how'd you get into God if your dad's atheist? Because uh, my mom is into God. If, if you got one parent that's into God, you're going to be into God. And they, and they got married? It, yeah. I mean, because this is a Liberian what? woman, is a Liberian man. Like, well, if you like said, somebody. Yeah, what? Atheist. Yeah, yeah. Atheist my, my is, father's atheist. Yeah. You don't know what atheists mean. They don't. They don't believe in. God. You don't believe in God. You don't. Yeah, you don't, you don't believe yeah. in God. Which is sad. Cause I want him to actually get into it in a sense because like God's been looking out for my dad like crazy. Like you know. All right. Like, all right. It's not like you don't believe in God, but it's like you don't think God exists, bro. It's like. I mean, that's ain't it the same thing. Yeah, it's, basically, <laughs> <laughs> it's basically the same thing. But everybody has their own beliefs and stuff of that nature, and stuff. It's just I think there's God personally. Like I feel yeah, like everybody yeah, has yeah, their own yeah, journey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everybody I, goes through things because they have to learn. What do you? What do you question? All right. So do you think? Okay. If someone don't believe in God, mm-hmm. do you think it's your job or your responsibility as a Christian to try to convince them to believe in God or no? I mean, it's not your job to convince anybody anything. It's really your your it's your job to live out the creed and like let people make that you know distinction if they want to. That's so, what it is. Because regardless, you don't even know people are really people. Some people are just perversion said to just test you. Yeah. Some people don't even really exist when you think about it. Like there are people who have no soul at all. Oh god! And they just exist. <laughs> <laughs> you ever I met anybody that, that just did fucked up shit for no reason and yeah. just kept going on fucking shit? Like yeah, that, bro. yeah. 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 do you really think they have a conscience? Some people have no conscience, bro, and there's nothing you can I, do about it. I so. feel like they do, but they be doing some dumb shit on purpose. Yeah, and maybe like they might. Married. Yeah, maybe they might grow out of it. Maybe so not. Who shit. knows? But yeah. that's just kind of how I see it. I feel like everybody has their own path, their own journey to like God or whatever way they want to do. They can go their own way. Yeah. For, for instance, it's like you know, I feel like God really shows out for me like in real places of adversity. You know, yeah, where I need to learn and everything. Almost crashed, bro. Oh, what the yeah. shit. Yeah, see, God was with him right here. He, he almost crashed. He's trying to say something, right? Yeah, but it's just, but it's, it's real stuff, man. Once you really are in places of high adversity and you look back, there was something that somebody said in church one day, like the preacher, I think at Hickory Grove and everything, at the Baptist church. I'm mm-hmm. not really Baptist. Yeah, yeah but he says, oh, that's your church? Okay, okay. You've cool. been there before? Yeah, but I don't go there as often as I need to. I need to start going back for sure. Uh, you mean Hickory Grove United Methodist Church? No, no, the Hickory Grove, not that, that one. That's the one where I think they're going to have the program for my grandfather, actually. But I'm, I'm actually talking about the other big Hickory oh, Grove Baptist about, Church. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The one, yeah, the one yeah, at the yeah, corner of the light. Yeah, 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 yeah near, yeah, near yeah, the yeah. Papa John's and yeah, everything. Yeah, 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 okay. yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, that's a big church, bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah he said, he, yeah, I, I graduated. And we, we had our ceremony because my school was small. Anyway, um, listen, he said something in church one time. Like, you know, God doesn't punish anybody. He only disciplines you. So when you're going through a tough time, it's just God disciplining you and getting you ready for all the blessings that's coming later on in your life, you know. And so for that, I really take it to a T, you know, because my main African proverb that I like is uh, no matter how long or how dark the night is, the sun is always sure to yeah, come. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that's what, my that's favorite proverb. Yeah. Because it's just like, you know, and like, you know, whatever place you are at life, you know, one, you're probably not as suffering as where you probably were at one point. Oh, God. And you probably made it back. Like, you got this car, you probably didn't even have a car at one point. 
point. Nope. And now yeah. you do. Like, yeah, that's a blessing. Has, you know, it's just like, you know, there was once a point I used to fuck up in community college so bad. I used to smoke weed. I used to do nothing. And, mm-hmm. But just be around and everything. And now, like, to even walk that stage, come Lotte, on top of my classes, and my grandfather actually was alive to see it. I'm the only one out of my uh, his grandchildren. He has, like, 13, 14 grandchildren. Mm-hmm. I'm the first one he actually got. To, I'm the first and only one he ever saw walk that stage in college. Wow. Like, I'm going to take that with me for the rest of my life now. And that's why I just hold things to a different esteem. I hold myself at a different level and everything. And I don't make excuses as much as I used to anymore. Because it's like the more you work hard, the more you pray, the more you just focus on yourself and those that you love and everything. Um, whatever adversity you're in, you're going to get past it, you know. And like that's why I feel like that's this ain't no way God can't exist, you know. There's just no way. Because like there's too much fucked up shit going on in the world, yeah, and too yeah. many and too many thing, too many miracles happening that should have yeah, never have happened. Real. You know, I went from being a kid that used to not care about school, middle school, high school. You know, like predominantly white, always shitted on, always put out of class, and I was a waste of time. How'd I walk across that stage? Come laude. How? It's only God. It's only miraculous. So it's just like, you know, I don't put it in nobody's face. I just live I just live his miracles. I'm a reflection of that. And that's just that's just how I keep I keep it moving on. And that's just how it is on my end. You know, but we pretty much passed like the hour um that was like an hour five minutes and everything. I pretty wow. much, we pretty we pretty much touched on a whole lot of topics, right? Yeah, yeah we did. Yeah, yeah we did. Yeah. yeah. Okay. All right. A lot. So it's just like, you know, if any any of y'all got any final words or anything else y'all want to say before you kinda of go off on this? Andrew, you go first. <laughs> Actually, I don't got nothing to say. What? Yeah, boy, it's been good talking to you, bro. Right, no problem. Good, I yeah, mean, yeah. you can touch, me, touch back on me on uh, social media and everything. Uh, Liberian Toast Crunch. Yeah, I know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Cinnamon hey. Toast. I like cereal, man. What can I say? Hey, what, first, what I appreciate you having me on the podcast. It was fun. I, yeah. I enjoyed it. I, I wouldn't mind coming back. So whenever you want to make it like another one, I will I will definitely join you, bro. Yeah, I had yeah. Pat on, you know, uh, sleepwalking SLT, you know. Oh, yeah, Pat on the podcast. Before? Yeah, yeah, Pat. Pat was a Pat, past episode, you know. At Big Bangs, man, I'm trying to get Rod on. Uh, really, King Farm Boy? Yeah, that's, that's what I'm crazy, trying to get bro. on. Yeah, no, seriously, you're the. You're, I think you're the second person I've interviewed out of Bangs. Yeah. I think. No, no, no. I, I interviewed Destin. I don't think Destin was in Bangs. Destin lived in Eagleson or McLean. That's yeah, McLean. something like that. But he hung out in Bangs a lot. So, yeah. so you're not big Bangs, big Bangs. He's Bangs affiliated yeah. or something like that. But yeah, that's pretty much it, man. I'm just trying to get to my 150 episodes, man. So it's just like, you know, for y'all to even take time out of your day to get on and everything, yeah. you know, like it means a lot for real. And considering we didn't even hang out a whole lot in NCCU, we saw yeah. each other around. Yeah. I know you used to mess with like tight. With Tyrese and everything, he was yeah, that was the dude for real. That was like my first roommate. I'm like, damn, I'm about to lay, stay in this room with another dude and everything. Like, nah, I ain't trying to fuck with that, bro. But it was like he was a really cool person for sure, man. I need to hit him up for sure because he's definitely the bro for real. He went, he went to my high school. And what Tyrese? No, that's Tamaya. What the hell? Yeah, he went to my high school. I'm not talking to him though. I ain't gonna lie. <laughs> bro, oh, dude, bro, yeah, he like up no good. Yeah, he like up no good. Yeah, I play football with him. Then why you? Don't- I mean, you ain't got to if you don't I'm, want to. I'm, 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 I'm letting be, bro. Okay, Because it be like that in Charlotte. You be seeing people around. It's yeah. like, yeah, I see him, but I don't really fuck with him all that. No, I mean, it's not that. It's just, bro, bro be texting me and Dakota asking us for money, bro. Like, yeah, no, man. He be no, sending you cash apps and everything? No, he be asking me for money. And the crazy thing about it is when he asks you for money, he don't want you to talk to us first. He just asks for money. Yeah. That's, that's, the, that's real. Yeah, that's wrong, bro. Is he Liberian, too? Hell no. No, he's just okay. Ain't nobody shit on nobody. Damn, so we just know everybody. I'm not gonna say what's up, bro. I ain't gonna lie, bro. Okay, yeah. I know all all niggas went to my high school. I play football with all these niggas, bro. All right, tell you what, I'm I'm gonna just let you maybe hit them up or whatever, but we gotta end this episode. So we're signing out for the Mental Threats podcast. That's it. Any last words? Hey, BK up next to Instagram. You you already know what's up, bro. Follow me. Yeah, sir. This is Liberian Toast Crunch on Instagram. If y'all want to follow me, y'all definitely follow me. If y'all just y'all hey, what's up, social, bro? Yeah. Oh, what's up? You, you guys, you got Instagram? I just said it. He just said it. I got Instagram too. Yeah, yeah. Liberian Toast Crunch. I just said it. Oh, I'm checking. Liberian <laughs> Toast I'm Crunch. Tripping, <laughs> yeah. Like a cereal. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Liberian Toast Liberian Crunch. Liberian. Literally, I can't wait to make that into my YouTube channel. Oh, channel. Man. <laughs> All right, cool. All right, okay, so that's it for the Sissy Sis episode of the Metal Thoughts Podcast. We're sewing in. Now we're sewing out.